people say trust the process trust god because god will lead you through the process Welcome back, Saints. You are tuned into another episode of Creek with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed all at the same time. As you know, every single week, we take out time to put a spotlight on Black excellence as a whole. Black creatives, entrepreneurs, businessmen, and women for doing what they do absolutely best. And this week's highlight goes to the up-and-coming entrepreneur. Let's give it up for Nishay Williams. Nishay is the owner of the newly founded establishment Gourmet Meals by Nishay. Nishay loves all things gourmet, all things quality cuisine, and wants to share a taste of her kitchen with you. She makes dishes anywhere from healthy meal prep options for folks that are on strict diets or trying to transition to healthier eating to people that love fried chicken sandwiches and stuffed salmon or shrimp. Look, Nishay is an amazing cook. From personal experience, she has always had her way in the kitchen and it is amazing. As soon as you take the first bite, the food is screaming. It makes you want to slap somebody if they're too close, okay? So if you are in the Bay Area, specifically the East Bay, this is where she is offering services. So head on over to Instagram and follow her at Gourmet Meals by Niche. That is Gourmet Meals by Niche, and Niche is spelled N-I-C-H-E. For the sake of announcements, I want to remind you all beautiful people that I am more accessible to you than you think. I am just super excited about being in the space to where we can have conversations about self-image and faith and social justice and just whatever whatever it may bring, but bringing it back to the word of God and what the word of God has to say about it. This community is an active community and that's how I want it to be. It isn't all about me, you know, sharing my views and my thoughts, but you have a voice too. You have thoughts and things that you want to share and have, you know, put out in the world and your girl is here to make that happen so i invite you all to share your thoughts and your questions even your topics of discussion that you would like to hear on this show with me so if that is something that you are interested in doing which i know you are i just know you are head on over to www.unassociated.com slash ask kendra even if it's a prayer request whatever it is send it in we will definitely respond to you and I can't wait to hear from you. And since we are talking about unassociated um, slash ask Kendra, today's conversation has been inspired from a question that was submitted by Tommy. And the question reads, how do I know my calling is from God? How can I tell that it is what he has put me on earth to do? 
this is an excellent question. And I know this is something that we've all came to think about at one point in our lives. And I'm excited to get into it. So thank you so much, Tommy, for sending this question in. Um, Before we get into it, I really want to pray. And it is just my hope that we are all ready to receive the word that God has for us and that we answer this question. All right, with all hearts and minds clear, God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for another opportunity to get it right with you, to love, to to breathe, just to be. God, we just thank you for this question. And God, we thank you for your word that answers many questions that we have. Lord, my prayer is that everyone that is listening to this episode, that you prepare our hearts, that you prepare our minds to receive what you have to share with us all and allow us to have a greater and deeper understanding of what our calling is and how we access that. Lord, I pray that you are glorified through this. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all, let's get into it. Um, so when you think, when I think of, the word calling or what do you hear or what do you think about when you hear calling? (laughs) I know that's kind of (laughs) deep, sorry. But it's one thing I think about is that sometimes we have this idea that we see in the movies of there is this one great mission, this one great calling, this heroic assignment that we must answer to. But I want to slow our horses down and I want to unpack before we get to that, what comes before it. And even if we have that heroic grand calling, how are we able to distinguish this assignment? So those are two things we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about what God has called us to do. And we're also going to talk about the assignment that God has placed on our lives. So what has God called you to do? What has God called us to do? And you may be thinking, well, we have different callings and not everyone has the same calling. Yes, but in this case, we all have the same calling. And that is to be holy. God has called us to be holy. Literally, (laughs) in First Thessalonians 4 and 7, it reads, for God has not called us for impurity, but to holiness. Well, Kendra, that's not the question that I, you know, that I was asking, but just hold on real quick. We're going to get to the assignments in a minute. God has called all of us to be holy and holiness is not the clothes that you wear. It is not that long skirt. It is not that shirt that's buttoned up all the way up here. It is not the collar that you wear. It is not the cross that you wear around your neck. But holiness, true holiness is being separated. It's being dedicated and devoted to serving God. And I'm not talking about the the facade that some may put on to practice to convince others that they are clean and that they are perfect. But when your life is devoted 
and dedicated to serving God, that's holiness. Now, when we're talking about our callings and how can we bring God glory and how can I dedicate my life and how can I devote my life to serving God if that's what I'm called to do? So, Kendra, are you saying that in order to find my calling, I have to work at a church or I have to be at church six days a week and I have to do all of these these um, ritual things? No. I'm not saying that you have to be employed at a church or you have to be at a church six, seven days a week. No, but what I'm saying is that your life can bring God glory no matter where you serve. You can serve and work at your local barbershop and bring God glory through that. You can be a social media influencer and bring God glory through that life work. Your work should bring others to Christ. And it doesn't involve, you know, going to church to, because to be real with you, not everybody's going to church. People find excuses to to skip that part. Even before the pandemic, people find, you know, reasons why they don't attend, why they don't want to attend or why they stopped going. But people go get their haircut. People go to the mall. People buy shoes. You know what I'm saying? People go to boutiques to get clothes. And even if you work in these establishments or if you're around these areas, you can bring somebody to Christ. God has called us to be holy and God has called our lives to bring him glory. And that is for everyone. Something else that I want to bring to our attention is the assignments. Because we have assignments. All of us do. But we all don't have the same assignment. Everyone is not called to be on the big stage because everyone that needs to be reached is not sitting in an audience. I'm going to run that one back again. Everyone is not called to be on a big stage because everyone that needs to be reached is not in an audience. God needs us to reach the corners of the earth. He doesn't need a million motivational speakers. Motivational speakers are fantastic. They've helped me. They've helped you. But he does not need everyone to be a motivational speaker. God needs us to reach people that are forgotten about. People that are outcast. People that, you know, folks don't normally want to be around he needs somebody to reach the little leaguers he needs someone to reach those women that go get their hair done he needs someone to reach those teens at the teen center he needs someone to reach people that are in rehab he need come on now i can keep going and keep going god will use you wherever you are period he does not need you to have a brand he doesn't need you to be a brand ambassador and to have, you know, sold 20 number one bestseller books. I don't even know how to say it, y'all. He doesn't need you to have your own talk show. He doesn't need you to sell out packed arenas. He don't need none of that. That's why he shut down, you know, the world with this pandemic. But he doesn't need none of that. He needs you right where you are. Because where you are 
is it's the journey. It is the process to where God wants you to get and where God wants you to be in order to bring people to him. Amen. And a, a part of the question was, how do I know that this is what God has called me to do and the reason why I'm put on earth? How do I know that? But my question to that question is, are you in position to receive that calling? Think about that for a moment. What are you doing right now in your life that is putting you in the position to walk in your calling? How faithful are you right now and walking in your calling. I'm reminded of the story that Steve Harvey, he shared on his talk show. And he was talking about this, this guy he grew up with in his neighborhood. And he would go around, you know, asking people to, you know, hey, can I cut your grass? And he would charge $2 a yard, just a few dollars. But after so many years of, you know, of cutting grass, this man owns his own company, landscaping company. So my question is, what are you doing right now to be faithful to the calling of God? And even are, are you in position? Because what we have to ask ourselves is, Lord, I want to be available to you. What we need to say is, Lord, I want to be available to you. And I want you to use me as you please. God, I empty myself and whatever it is that you want to do with my life. Have your way in my life. But how often do we do we do we pray that prayer? Because we're so good at telling God, God, I want I want, you know, I want this house and I want this car and I want this this power and I want this authority and I want this level of influence on people's lives and I want to help people. But have you ever thought about just saying, Lord, I want to serve. God can use that prayer and blow it up way bigger than you can ever even think or imagine. Let's take King David. When we talk about David, y'all know the story of David and Goliath, right? David was the youngest son of Jesse. He was the youngest and the most scrawniest. And he, you know, to his brothers, he was just, you know, little David, little boy that be out in the field smelling like sheep because he take care of sheep. He's not significant. He isn't powerful. He doesn't have authority or anything like that. They didn't think much of their, of their younger brother until... They were faced with the Philistines. His brothers, David's brothers, was real scary to fight giants, right? <laughs> but that's what they—that's what—that's what they were. They were warriors. They were real scary to face, you know, giants. But when David rolled up to Goliath and was like, "What you want to do?" They laughed at him because here is this giant with armor and a sword and everything that that needs to be had in order to fight and david got a slingshot y'all and, and some rocks he didn't picked up off the ground but let me tell you 
whatever the fact that he was available and willing to be in position to fight for his God. The Lord took a little and made a lot out of it. Took that slingshot, not Goliath smooth out to Goliath's sword, cut his head off with his own sword. And that was the beginning of David's calling. He wasn't even like, <laughs> he wasn't even like challenging the fact like, God, what is my calling? But he was in position to what the Lord had him to do. In position to have to, to do what the Lord had him to do. But later down the line, in his process, in his journey, little David that slayed Goliath with a slingshot and some, and, and some rocks became a commander over warriors. Come on. So are you in position to do the work of the Lord? And what has your prayer been? Is your prayer been, Lord, God, give me the calling that I want and um, let me be fine with that or God, I want to serve. But don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. God will use the things that you want for your calling. He can take your passions and use them for your calling. If you, if your passion is, this is corny because uh, it rhymes. If your passion is fashion, huh? Get it? Or if your passion is children or if it's, you know, art or if it's dance or if it's music, God can use you in those areas. If it's teaching, God can use you. He can use your passion and turn it into your calling. Or have it to be a part of the process of your calling. Because our calling is to be holy. And our calling is to serve God and to bring him glory. But he can use that in the process. And I'm also reminded of um, movie executive, Hollywood producer, Devon Franklin. Uh, he is from Oakland. Shout out to the Bay Area. Whoop, whoop. And he... I, I went to go see him speak at um, at a church, Axel Gospel, and he tells this story everywhere he goes that he was, you know, born and raised in church. And, you know, as he was growing up, he always imagined himself, you know, working in Hollywood and he wanted to, you know, make movies and do all that stuff in Hollywood. But church folks was like, Hollywood is the devil and <laughs> you shouldn't do that because, you know, Ain't no place for God in Hollywood, right? And he's just like, yo, but this is what I'm passionate about. Like, I dream about doing this and I want to do it, right? And so he did. He moved from Oakland to Los Angeles in pursuit of his career and everything. And he was working for Sony, and he was doing movies and stuff like that and getting these deals. And the Lord told him, like he was getting promoted to like top dog promoted. And the Lord told him to tell Sony that he quits. And he's like, what? <laughs> you mean to tell me, God, that you got me this far. I'm able to work in Hollywood and... 
I'm doing things that the saints said I couldn't do. I'm being promoted. I'm getting all this money, all this success. And you want me to quit? God told him to quit Sony. And not only that, I love the audacity God has because he's God and he just be doing God stuff, right? He told him to quit and also said, yes, I quit, but I want you to give me money so I can start my own company. (laughs) Y'all, God told him to quit his job and then ask his job for money so he can become their competitor. And guess what? It happened. Being obedient to what God wants you to do. That's another thing. That wasn't one of my points, but I'm going to throw that in there. Being obedient to God will get you to your calling. We can't be out here questioning God, talking about, Lord, that don't make sense, so I ain't going to do it. That's not logical, so I ain't going to do it. That doesn't, you know, it doesn't add up, so I'm going to leave it alone. If God tells you to do something, do it. Because it is the process and you have to, people say trust the process, trust God. Because God will lead you through the process. And that story encouraged my heart. Because yeah, we when we think of Hollywood, we don't really think of like, it being like, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying, but <laughs> when we think of Hollywood, people, it's easy to associate Hollywood with things that are secular or things that are carnal or, or worldly or, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that God was able to take his passion, like his passion was to make movies and use it for his glory. That whole boardroom situation when he quit was a testament of God being glorified. And even in that, Devon was able to make so many faith-based movies. And even outside of the movies, his obedience to God encourages me as a listener. The fact that his, his passion wasn't just in the church, but it was outside. Because there are so many people, I promise you, so many people that he could reach in the Hollywood setting that would never go to a church or that he could reach at his own company or that he can employ himself because he's the boss, right? And don't have to go to church because the church is not a building as we are reminded, but the church is in us. We are the church. And so when it comes to the calling, we have to ask ourselves first, are we in position to receive what God has called us to do. And then also have that awareness of that our calling is to be holy and it's to glorify God and it is centered around God, but God can use our passions. God can use you anywhere. He can use you in the classroom if you're a teacher or a student. He can use you to minister to a young boy if you are a barber. Wherever you are, Whatever you're doing, God has called us to bring other people to him. And if it's something that's specific, specific, that is on your heart, pray. Pray about it and ask God, Lord, 
if it be your will, I want you to use me in this area. God, how can you use me in this area? Because God can use anybody anywhere. Try him. He can. And God wants to use you. But first you have to make yourself available. Our callings aren't always on the stage. They aren't always glamorized, you know, glamorous and beautiful. But sometimes we got to get down in the gutters where people are. God has called some of us to do that work. God has called some of you to do other work. But just know that all of our callings end back to the same place. That we aren't in a place to where it's so, you know, um, it's not an individ, it's not an individualistic idea of this is my calling and this is the prosperity that I get and I'm, you know, see you later. What can I do in my life to get someone to know Jesus? Where can I go that's outside of the church? to get somebody to give their life over to him? How can I use my passions, my business, my hair business, my makeup brand? How can I use that as an opportunity? I'm excited for whoever is listening to this and this is your message for this week. I'm excited to what, to what God is doing for you and where you're going to end up. And it's not just one heroic assignment, but there are so many, many assignments in between, whether if it's the slingshot, whether if it's Hollywood, God is, God's callings are unique to all of us. But at the same time, he's calling us to the same thing, which is holiness, which is giving him glory through our lives. So I hope that helps someone. I hope that answered the question that was given. We are now going to pray. We are going to enter into the people's prayer. We're going to intercede on the behalf of others that can't do so for themselves. So with all hearts and minds clear, Father, thank you so much. Thank you so much for this opportunity to be at this mic and to speak and to share, to give scripture and to give comfort and encouragement to people that need it. Lord, we are all in search and we are wondering, some of us know our callings and you've spoken to us and we're clear about that. And some of us are still yearning to understand what it is. But God, I thank you that we have clarity through 1 Thessalonians 4 and 7 that we're not called to uncleanliness, but we are called to be holy. And you said, be holy for I am holy. God, we thank you for that clarification and that understanding. God, I'm praying over every passion, every person that is listening to this, that you use them in the capacity that they are to be used in, that you use them where you have assigned them to be. God, give them clarity, give them holy boldness in the name of Jesus. And God, I'm praying, I pray that you destroy the weapon of discouragement, that, that people feel that you have not called them, that they question their calling, but God, I, I pray 
that you protect them and that you destroy the spirit, the spirit and the weapon of discouragement that you raise us up to be strong men and women of God that are called by you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. That is the word on the street for this week. I am so glad to have received this question. If you have more questions, you can head on over to www.unassociated.com slash ask Kendra. That is www.unassociated.com slash ask Kendra and submit questions, topics of discussion, prayer requests, whatever you got. I'll catch it. All right, y'all. If you want to keep up with your girl, you can follow me on Instagram at underscore create with Kendra. Until next time, beautiful people, be blessed.